Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. B. Robinson on to talk about it brandon how you doing my friend how was your weekend weekend was good hey guys i'm doing all right just uh kind of writing kind of just uh ducking and dodging um twitter followers and haters like a man on the run from the cops running from child support (laughs) yes uh if you do not follow brandon you need to because uh this man is always bringing the truth the truth and some opinion uh, to the table. That's at Scoop B on Twitter, at Scoop B. Now, Brandon, I want to dive right into it. Uh, Jimmy Butler, this this has kind of gone wayside because the NBA offseason is usually quiet around this time because training camps are open, it's media day, you're usually looking at a bunch of people in jerseys and smiling and stuff. And now you're getting out of Minnesota that Jimmy Butler wants to trade the Andrew Wiggins beef with Steven Jackson. I mean, could you kind of just bring the people who haven't really heard about this? What the hell is going on? Mm, There's a lot of rumors going around. um, And I will say that uh, there were things going on in the Minnesota Timberwolves locker room uh, throughout the course of the season. A lot of it is just now getting out now. Um, And I'll just say that a lot of things – that I've heard then and the things that I hear now make sense, if you will. But essentially, there's a difference in philosophy. But more than anything, when you look at the Minnesota Timberwolves team, Jimmy Butler's almost 30, and he's around guys that are, you know, Carl Towns is 22 years old. And Wiggins is not that far removed in age from Towns. And that's a young team, and Jimmy Butler's a little older and has had playoff experience. And so he wants to be in a situation where he can compete with if he's in the Western Conference, a Golden State Warriors team, a Houston Rockets team, or if he's in the Eastern Conference, you want to compete with Philadelphia, Boston, what have you. So um, essentially, just those things kind of just escalated. And, you know, I'll tell you that, as you guys know, I had Jamal Crawford on the Scoopy Radio podcast earlier uh, this summer, and he opted out. It's interesting that that man is as wise as he is, because look at the situation that is uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Brandon. And when I look at this situation closely, listen, Jimmy Butler is a very, very good player. Uh, some would say a great player. But when I look at it deeper, Jimmy has always wanted to be the alpha. He always wanted to be the guy. Uh, and in Chicago, when I looked at it, that wasn't working because Derrick Rose, off of those injuries, he everyone thought that he was going to come back and be the same guy, be the same guy, be the same guy. And when he did come back, even though he wasn't the same guy, Jimmy Butler wanted to make sure that it was known that it was his team now. And that's kind of how it washed out in Chicago. Now you look at Minnesota and, the, you know, the conflict with Carl Towns. Is it that Jimmy Butler wants to just go to a team to be the guy? Because if he goes to Philadelphia or he goes to a Boston or somebody like that, he's still not the guy. No, I think you're right. I think Philadelphia is a collection of guys. I think in that situation with the young uh Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, he can be one of the guys, one of the main guys. But that is Joel and, and Ben Simmons' team. And you can't just, you know, I can't just go in your house and, and go in your fridge and, you know, eat all your bread and, and, and your jelly. And I did, I got to put in on that, you know. And I think at the same time, those guys in Minnesota, they've, they've, they've put in on it as far as growing together. And, you know, Jimmy played, what, 50 games, 59 games with, with Minnesota. And, you ain't put in on this man, as Smokey from Friday would say. And, uh, <laughs> there seems to be a discrepancy on whose team it is. But, you know, I was with Carl Towns over the weekend, and he was at a charity event with his dad. His dad had a 5K run. And, um, you know, his goals and his expectations are to go to the playoffs and to, you know, and to execute and, and, and to, to grow with those guys. But that Minnesota T- Timberwolves team is far a few years off from, from anything. But, um, you know, as I reported yesterday, uh, a Jimmy Butler package, simply uh, the, the, the Timberwolves, well, all they would have to do is send Jimmy Butler to the Houston Rockets, I'm told, in, in exchange for an Eric Gordon and a P.J. Tucker. Brennan, I want to know, so many times with athletes, we forget to ask what they really want. You know, the whole, all the conversation about LeBron James, but nobody ever asked what LeBron really wanted or what Paul George really wanted. So what does Jimmy Butler really want? What is really important to Jimmy Butler moving forward? Jimmy really wanted to go to L.A. Um, I, I spoke to a source yesterday, Jimmy, who who actually spoke with Jimmy. Um, Jimmy wanted to wants to go to wanted to go to L.A. with the Lakers. Of course, LeBron headed over there, and uh, the Clippers is is a thought. But you know, I, a lot has been made of, of Kyrie and 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 Jimmy Butler uh, wanting to team. And um, I can tell you, confirmed it over the weekend that. Um, they haven't had much talk about that. You know, the most most talk that they had, as Jackie McMullen reported, was during the Team USA uh, formalities over the summer. But uh, a lot of times people just think that players just sit around and talk and say, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that. I mean, those have to be paid. Family time has to be spent in, in training. But the Jimmy Butler and Kyrie Irving uh, experiment isn't as much of a devised plan as, as many think. So, Brandon, listen, I really want to get this from your perspective because you talk to these guys. You're one of the guys that's actually out there talking to players, gauging, you know, what's going on as far as from their end. So many times the media uh, wants to report, you know, this and that, and it's it, all of it's speculation. Are these guys, because I've been told that the NBA is moving more towards that, that these guys aren't, you know, it's no longer that the general manager is pitching these things to the players as far as, hey, come play here, come play here. These guys kind of know where they want to play before they enter free agency. Do you agree with that notion, or do you believe that uh, there's something different brewing here? I'll dumb it down a little bit and say that it is a player's league. 
um, and I'll dumb it down and say that it is a byproduct of the AAU basketball culture uh, that we're in. Uh, and guys want to know who they want to play with. As as you know, I broke that story about Kevin Durant uh, and the Lakers and caught heat for that. But uh, a lot of these guys want to build their destinies. When you look at that situation with Kevin Durant, I also reported what was kind of one under the rug was that Kevin Durant was forming a show and LeBron James, it hasn't been announced, but I was told that when I tweeted it, LeBron James uh, will be the first guest on that show and it'll be a show that was on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, a lot of these guys are, are, are forming campaigns. And if you look at even in, in the social media space of entertainment, you look at Cardi B and, 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 and uh, Nicki Minaj, for example, uh, you know, these type of beefs help their brand because it goes into other junctures and other things. And the same can be said about these players. Obviously, Anthony Davis, for example, it's been said that uh, he, he will join uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and one step towards that is him signing with Clutch, uh, which is Rich Paul's agency. LeBron is represented by Rich Paul. So a lot of these things are about brands, futures, and interest outside of basketball. Brandon, if we could uh, spin it over to the 76ers. You know, you talk about a lot of these guys, how they're doing a lot of player movement. And it seems like with guys like Embiid and Simmons, they seem to take a lot of pride in the Sixers' success. You know, I think some of the players around the league, they're just not happy with where they are for whatever reason, you know, whether it's for a marketing reason, the players on the team, the management. But it seems like you have guys who are super, who are budding superstars in Joel Embiid, who I, I think a superstar already, and a guy who's rising in Ben Simmons. They're not just invested in the 76ers, they're invested in making the 76ers winners. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I mean, I was with Ben Simmons uh, earlier this month, and uh, on top of all the things that were going on in his personal life, he was excited to play, he's excited to play basketball this year. Uh, he loves the game of basketball. He is a, a basketball viewer's dream. He can uh, get his teammates involved. He can get to the basket and hopefully this season create his own shot that is a jumper. Um, and I think that, and that's no disrespect to him, but those are the facts. And I think that one thing about Philadelphia is, is particularly last season, they exceeded all expectations going into this to last season. Going into this season, a lot of people know what to expect. So it's going to be interesting to see with LeBron James and the and the Western Conference now how Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and others can can capitalize off of it. And then there's some other questions that need to be answered. Elton Brand is in the new GM role. Uh, what kind of feels will he have there? Uh, will they be able to bring any scorers? Will they be able to potentially trade for Jimmy Butler? Will they add Jamal Crawford? There are some questions that need to be answered. Um, so I, I think, it's, and also, will they buy Jared Bayless out? There's a lot of things that go into the Philadelphia 76ers this season that weren't really a thought last season. We're talking with Brandon Robinson, host of the Scoop B Radio podcast and obviously writer for Basketball Society. You can follow him on Twitter, at Scoop B. That's at Scoop B on Twitter. Brandon, now I obviously um, had a personal question on the show, you know, to all of our listeners basically saying, should I go to the Palestra tomorrow to see the Sixers blue and white scrimmage? Uh, because I'm one of those guys that I, you know, I'm a TV guy. I'm telling him, yes, he's got to go. <laughs> he's, he's never been to the Palestra, man. <laughs> but here's the bigger story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't wow. been to the Palestra. Uh, but here's the bigger story. Markel Fultz came out with a video uh, from the Players' Tribune, basically showing his new and improved jump shot that he's worked with Drew Hanlon. A, have you seen the video? And B, if you did, what do you think of his new and improved jump shot? I saw the video. Um, as far as his new and improved jump shot, um, that sounds good, but everybody looks on video when they're not being guarded and they're not in the uniform. Everybody looks good in training. 
everybody can work with Chris Brickley. Everybody can work with uh, Er Roland. Everybody can work with all these different guys. It really comes down to uh, the wins, or as Meek Mill would say, wins and losses. And it comes down to whether you can how deep you can go in the playoffs or potentially win an NBA championship. I think for Markel Fultz, the last season really didn't start out the way he thought it would, and then. You know, he, he comes back and collides with Joel Embiid for a little while, and Joel is out. But then Fultz finds his way into the rotation. Listen, I'm pulling for Markel Fultz. Um, a guy that I can tell you, Jamal Crawford told me that he spent every a lot of time with him, working out with him and Zach Levine and others in the summertime. I can tell you that he has a lot to prove this season and improve jumper or not. Hey, Reggie Miller had one of the ugliest jumpers in the world, but but he went, but it went in. So. Hopefully, Markel Fultz uh, helps them win, scores a ton of points, and exceeds expectations. All right, one more for you, Scoop, because I hear you there, and I agree with you as far as uh, it needs to be done in-game competition uh, against actual NBA uh, players. But when I looked at it, I was more impressed with a, the kid was comfortable sharing a video of him shooting a jump shot, which we haven't seen since before he was drafted. B, the form and the follow-through looked comfortable, which gives me the confidence that he is going to be confident shooting threes uh-huh. and shooting jumpers in games. And last but not least, confidence seemed to be the biggest key with this kid last year as far as sure. how's he playing and when's he playing the injury and et cetera. Not to say that this means he's going to have you know an all-star campaign, but it was comfortable to see that he was comfortable shooting a jumper and showing it off to people. Sure. I, I think confidence is key. I mean, you guys, even as professionals yourself, you know, when you're in a room, when you, when you, if you walk out the house and walk to your car and your next door neighbor, who's fine, she winks at you and says, hello, that starts your day. You, you, you're drinking your smoothie. You, you know, all those things seem to be going right. And I think for confidence wise for Markel, yeah, his confidence was, was so much shot, you know, injured. People questioned his jumper. People wondered if he was going to be able to lift his arms up all the way. I mean, it just was a lot for that kid. I felt bad for him, you know, and I think even just his swag, even how he posts on social media, his sneaker collection, his, his just just his overall aura. I, I feel like the uh, the Rick James skit in, in, in uh, Chappelle show, his aura. I saw, like, his glow, you know. His glow. He had a glow. He had a glow that really just screams, I'm ready. So I'm pulling for that kid. <laughs> All right, Scoop. Great stuff from Brandon Robinson at Scoop B on Twitter, at Scoop B on Twitter. Brandon, uh, tell those Twitter people leave you alone, man, until we talk again. Hey, man, I'm just glad I got some friends in you that give me the platform to be myself and talk because they don't know me. Y'all know me. So thank you for allowing me to be myself. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 